0: Welcome to Catholic Views. I'm your host, Renee Kranz. On today's show, we have a special, well, we have two special guests. Dr. Bergwald is going to be sticking around for the interview, and we have Robin Bruggeman coming in. We're going to talk about Halloween and how a proper Catholic should or should not decorate and see if we can even get an answer to that question, because I don't think we really do. (laughs) But we have a lot of fun talking about it. And actually, uh, I got some good tips. I-, I love Halloween and I love to decorate. And sometimes I feel like I maybe cross the line a little bit here or there. So we wanted to have that conversation. First, we have Dr. Bergwald here to do a little bib- biblical bites with Dr. B. I can't say. That's, it that's,
1: it's not easy to say. No. Um, I, we should also say, uh, in case you're watching this episode of biblical yes. bites, these, uh, <laughs> candies that are here which I won't speak of at the moment they'll disappear for the interview but you should really go to right. our social media channels yes uh, to watch a little promo video yeah that we it's did quite hilarious for Catholic views
0: about <clears throat> and, and we are required we are requesting here. comments about it yep. and your yep. vote <clears throat> yep. so make sure you go there yeah
1: Okay, so uh, moving on, though, to Biblical Bites with Dr. B. What is this Sunday?
0: This will be Renee? the 29th, 29th Sunday.
1: Coming down there, the liturgical year is drawing yes. to a close. Yes. Um, we're almost there. So um, I want to, as, as I did last week as well, I want to look at the, um, the first reading for Mass today. So the Gospel is about uh, our perseverance. Uh, Jesus told his disciples a parable the necessity for them to pray always without becoming mm-hmm. weary. Without okay. becoming weary. And so, as we've often talked about, um, the first reading is usually somehow thematically tied mm-hmm. to the gospel mm-hmm. reading. So, it's, it's year C. So, we're going through Luke's gospel, just step by step. Um, so, the first reading, the church gives us a reading thematically connected. Uh, the, and, and the first reading this, this week is from Exodus chapter 17. Um, it's the story of Amalek, who came and waged war against Israel you know you know amalek good old amalek yeah
0: well i was going to say there was lots of weariness in exodus there, there so this is makes a sense lot of,
1: so <laughs> this is this is while the this is the 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 setting in history is um it's after the crossing of the red sea so exodus mm, okay. it, chapter 17 it's after the crossing of the red sea but before mount sinai Okay. So they're on their way through the Sinai Peninsula, which, between Egypt or kind of part of Egypt mm-hmm. and what's now Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, so they cross the Red Sea, and they're on the way to Mount Sinai, okay. which we think is in the southern part of the Sinai Peninsula. And there's the uh, there are the um, Amalekites,
0: okay.
1: whose king again is
0: uh, Amalek. Something. Uh, oh, uh, Amalek, <laughs> Amalek, there, Amalek,
1: thank you. Amalek. So. <laughs> This is one of my favorite readings in scripture. In those days, Amalek came and waged war against Israel. Moses therefore said to Joshua, so Joshua's his right-hand mm-hmm. man, pick out certain men and tomorrow go out and engage Amalek in battle. I will be standing on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So this is the staff by which... Uh, God through Moses had part of the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he'd already drawn done the rock, rock from yep. the fr- water, water from, from a, rock. a rock by hitting it. Mm-hmm. So this is this is a powerful staff, right. Because of God and Moses, right? Not, right. It's not a magic staff. Um, so Joshua did as Moses told him. He engaged Amalek in battle after Moses had climbed to the top of the hill with Aaron and Hur. As long as Moses kept his hands raised up as Renee is demonstrating for us in beautiful Vanna White fashion right now. um, As long as Moses kept his hands raised up, Israel had the better part of the fight. But when he let his hands rest, uh, Amalek had the better of the fight. Moses' hands, however, grew tired. So they put a rock in place for him to sit on. Meanwhile, Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side,
0: He wants Robin to come in here and hold up my arms. You got to support,
1: you got to support. Get up, get up. You got to support her hands.
0: Okay, that's enough. Aaron, that's enough.
1: (laughs) Renee's done. Aaron and her supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. And Joshua mowed down Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. I've always, in addition to having another Vanna here to help Mm -hmm. demonstrate, Mm -hmm. uh, who you'll see shortly, um, this is supporting our leaders in battle. Okay. So Either a real
0: battle or a figurative battle. Real
1: historically. Yes.
0: A figurative or a real
1: spiritual battle today. So I think in particular, generally speaking, of our priests, Mm -hmm. our bishop. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when we've got something like a set ablaze in the diocese of Sioux Falls. Yes. Um, we need to be like Aaron and her and supporting the arms of our spiritual leaders yeah, uh, by our prayers and by our penances, by our sacrifices, by our fasting, do whatever we need to. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I love how, so again, this is a historical account. What we see in history is how, I mean, this is Moses. Right. But Moses is human. Mm-hmm. And 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 yet he's praying for Joshua and the other men who are battling, literally battling. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, 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 a real physical battle. People are dying, right? Against against an, another another tribe, another people. Uh, but, so there's there, there's real spiritual power here, but Moses is human. He gets tired, mm-hmm. so he's not able to pray in as fruitful way as as he might. So. Aaron and her support him. So I think that's just a great uh, takeaway from something that happened in history that we needed to support our leaders in the church yeah, today. Yeah,
0: please pray for them uh, so that they will be able to do God's will. Amen. Oh, uh, all right, thanks, Dr. B. Yvette. In the studio with me today, we have a special treat. If you never listen to Ignition. You should. You should, obviously. <laughs> but if you don't usually listen to Ignition, you are missing out on two lovely people who are on there together, at least quite often, especially when I'm not there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I have Dr. Chris Bergwald and Robin Bruggeman in the studio with me today. Hey, guys. Hi. Good morning. Thank you for being here. We are going to talk about, um, we have Halloween coming up. Yep. And Halloween is like my favorite holiday, oddly. And I've been... It explains since, a lot. <laughs> since I've been working at the Chancery, and I've thought about this once or twice as a Catholic, but I'm like, do I go a little too overboard <laughs> with my Halloween decorations? <laughs> I want to drive by or, your house. Right? Yeah. Oh, it's They're those, not up yet. Um, um, so we're going to talk about Halloween, uh, how to celebrate it as a Catholic. Is it different than what we maybe are doing now? Should it be different? And we'll probably talk a little bit about All Souls, All Saints Dave. if we have some time. I don't know. These two are kind of rowdy, so we'll see what kind of time we have. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Renee, for having yeah. us on.
0: <laughs> so everybody knows Chris. Of course, he's on Catholic Views all the time. Robin, I've had on once or twice. So, Robin, mm-hmm. will you just tell us a little bit about yourself quick? Sure. Robin Bruggeman. I am married to Spike,
2: going on 30 years. Mm. We have seven kiddos. Our oldest is 25. Our youngest is eight. We have two married kiddos, one that's going to get married. I have a grandbaby. I'm a Catholic convert, and I just love living the liturgical life of the
0: church in the home and sharing that with others. Yes. Uh, Robin, is. uh, she's a great go-to for, hey, what do you do with this feast day? She's always got all kinds of good ideas, which I think she's going to share some of those with us today for Halloween. So that's cool. Ooh, and we know Dr. Surprises. Bergwald, so we don't need a little. Wow. On him. Wow. <laughs> He's been here a long time. He's married to Germaine. He has some kids. Wow. Well, <laughs> cheers. Rowdy already. Okay. So, um, Chris, I want to start with you, if you would. Uh, can you tell us where Halloween, but All Hallows Eve, yeah. and why it's actually called that, <clears throat> where this All Saints Day, All Souls Day, where did this come from theologically?
1: Yeah. So, um, it, it just to, I think sometimes, uh, especially I'll be curious to hear what Robin has to say about this a little bit, but especially for those of us who like you, Renee, you and I raised Catholics, mm-hmm. just, you know, you, you just always do it, but what is it? Right. I mean, that's part of, you know, I talk about that all the time. Why do we do right. what we do? So all saints day is the day on which we, we've got in you know, all these saints mm-hmm. with the capital S's, uh, St. Joseph Mary, who's the known, so special, the saints. known, named, yeah. canonized yep. saints who have their days throughout the year, or they may not have formal day, but they're canonized and so on. All Saints Day is the day where we celebrate all those men and women who are in heaven, mm-hmm. but aren't canonized. Right. So it's for is this is the, the day to celebrate all the saints, but in a particular way, <clears throat> those who we don't know by name, right. those who mm-hmm. aren't named, okay. but who are nonetheless, whether we know it or not, them by name, they're, they're in heaven.
0: Right. Because if you are in heaven, you are a saint. You're a saint. Yes. Right,
1: right, right. Exactly. If you're in heaven, you are a saint. I, I recently asked a bunch of high schoolers, so w- what is a saint? And somebody said, but well, somebody's in heaven.
0: Good job. So that's a, I yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. That is a very,
1: very clear, easy way to explain what a saint is. Mm-hmm. Um, All Souls Day, the next day, is the day where we pray for... So we're celebrating all the saints on All Saints Day. Uh, All Souls Day is where we pray for all the souls who are in purgatory. Again, we don't know who they are by name. Mm -hmm. You always presume... So this is why you know our tradition as Catholics, we always pray for the dead. It's a spiritual work of mercy Mm -hmm. to pray for the deceased because um, maybe as holy as my aunt, uncle, grandma, neighbor was... They might still have a little bit of cleaning, purification mm-hmm. that has to happen, um, by which they might uh, have a stopover, if you will, in purgatory right. on the way into the, the heavenly throne room of heaven, um, into the heavenly throne room. So, so All Souls' Day is where we pray for the dead. So, where do these come from? So, originally, the the it seems, and this is where you know a lot of these feasts. Um, sometimes their origins are lost in the oh, mists sure. of time. <laughs> um, it seems likely actually that all, all saints day actually originally was in May when it started heard, to yeah, spread mm-hmm, yeah. as a devotion. Uh, and then there was a church in Rome, St. Peter and all the saints uh, and, and, and that church is sort of its day to be uh, celebrated was November 1st. Right. So because it was in Rome and Rome being Rome, The practice of really celebrating All Saints uh, moved from May to November first. Just and we don't need to just because of time to get into a lot of detail here, but to be very clear here. So the point is, it wasn't a pagan holiday, right? That was the. I I was going to
0: ask you about that because that's a big myth
1: that we just sort of painted a nice Christian, you know, (laughs) veneer over, right? No, it it was no. The the fact about is the church is unafraid to take pagan practices. Mm And deeply Christianize them. Right. Uh, I've talked about maybe with you on Ignition, Robin, before, maybe with you and Bernadette. Um, wedding rings, wedding right. bands yeah. are pagan in origin. Christmas mm-hmm. trees, pagan yes. in origin. Mm-hmm. And we can and we do take practices Uh, Pagan practices over, baptize them, so to speak, Mm -hmm. and make them Christian, Catholic. Uh, But this one, uh, you know, he wrote Sam Hain and all these things. Uh, As I just said, it seems actually All Saints Day was celebrated originally in May uh, before it moved. This is way centuries and centuries ago and moved to November 1st. We've been observing it then for a very, very, very long time.
0: Right. So the Halloween is just the, as we often celebrate Christmas Eve, um, uh, New Year's Eve, things like that. We have an Eve before that feast mm-hmm. day.
2: Yep, and that's All what, Hallows,
0: Hallows Eve.
1: eve. Halloween yeah. is the how we get is the is came from All Hallows Eve
0: exactly. Right, mm-hmm.
1: so that's why mm-hmm. you know for so All Saints Day is a holy day of obligation right. typically, yes. um, and so that's should what, be
0: this year too. I, uh, I believe it's a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah? so it will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but that's why on Monday night, if you're not walking around with your kids getting can't go to candy, You can go to Mass.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you were gonna, you were, said you were interested in how Robin might respond, might answer something in there. Was that uh, regarding? So the, the,
1: the, yeah. So all, we've just always celebrated All Saints Day Mm -hmm. as as Catholics. So we grew up with it. And I was just Mm -hmm. curious, um, like when you became Catholic and really started to Mm -hmm. dive in and embrace it, uh, if you knew what All Saints Day was about, unlike me.
2: (laughs) Not at all. Not on my radar. And, yeah no, Halloween yes, but All Saints and All Souls Day. So did no you no idea?
1: Did you because there are, so there are Christians who see uh, Halloween as a pagan yes, uh, yeah. frankly demonic holiday and won't
0: take part in it at all. Like not, no, anything, won't let and, the kids go trick or treating or dress yeah. up or anything.
1: Did you? Is that the kind of house you grew up in? No, no. no nope,
0: okay. We trick okay. or treated and <laughs> okay, dressed okay. up
2: and had decorations. Yeah. But okay. I do know um, my sister had a. Um, friend in high school that her parents would not let her even go to the school party, Yeah, you know, so we grew up having Halloween parties at school. And I remember thinking, huh, that's really interesting. And and I just remember tucking that in my brain, mm-hmm. not understanding why, but I mean, but obviously, you know, you see the spookiness of Halloween. So right. you're like, okay, maybe it's that, I don't know. But now as a parent and understanding a little bit more, I can see why some parents would choose that route. Right. But, right. Well,
1: especially if they, if they think, that it's a pagan uh, uh, holiday feast, whatever uh, celebration to begin with. Mm -hmm. I don't want my kid participating in what's basically a pagan
0: uh, ritual. Right. Yeah. So um, I want to ask you, there's this thing called day Day of the dead that I believe is mostly uh, celebrated in Mexico. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So uh, if you are watching on video, you can see, I have a uh, painted skull. Uh, It's, it's usually they're called sugar skulls, I believe, oh, yeah. in Mexico. Yeah. But this is a common thing, especially down there for Day of the Dead, and they'll often wear uh, painted masks or paint mm-hmm. their faces or whatever. Yes, uh, Robin has a couple examples there. <laughs> um, so is
1: yeah, no, but no. <laughs>
0: um, so Day of the Dead is is related. It, it's it's actually more about All Souls Day, is it not? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I, by the way, I have to correct something. Uh, oh, you're an just upcoming going back Episode on. of Ignition. Okay. Uh, I, I, I thought it was celebrated elsewhere, but it is.
0: It's mostly a Mexican only. But you Mexico. see it. No,
1: sorry, elsewhere time wise, but it is in fact now, November first. Yeah.
0: yeah. November second. Yeah. Second. Yeah, yeah. So it's on All Souls Day. It is. Yeah. yeah All Souls. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. they're and and that seems like kind of a spooky, scary thing. But there, I mean, this is kind of a Catholic thing down there
2: the way I understand it. It's not spooky
0: until you see the movie (laughs) Coco.
2: And then it changes your vision on that. It's so fun. I've not
1: seen seen Coco. But
2: but really all it's do. I mean, it's stuff we already do. It's all about praying for the dead. Right. And that's what we do. We can be doing all year long, but Mm -hmm. especially the church sets aside a specific day, November 2nd to pray for our loved ones, family, friends, whoever who have gone, you know, have left earth to Mm -hmm. go to eternal life and so it's really i think the church and its beauty sets aside that day to say Mm -hmm. hey just in case you're not doing this let's pray for the dead yeah and that's really what they're doing in their culture Mm -hmm. is remembering
0: their loved ones that have gone before in in the past the church has very much very much celebrated feast days like we do mardi gras for instance uh very uh, raucous parties, you know, lots mm-hmm. of feasting and so on, yep. and we don't seem to really mm-hmm. do that anymore, except for a couple choice um, ones so here the, and there. That's
1: that's because of the the mm-hmm. the 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 Puritan, literally the capital P Puritan strain of our mm-hmm. origins as American culture. Like mm-hmm. The Puritans mm-hmm. were against, like when they left England, they yeah. thought Eng, that that they thought Anglicanism was too Catholic, right? There's yeah. too much pagan. So they, they saw Roman Catholicism as very pagan right. and Anglicanism was still too Roman Catholic. Therefore still kind of pagan. So we've got to purify. So we're going to come to the newer world and um, set up a culture that is absent of all those pagan right. things.
0: Mm-hmm. And then the Catholics followed them here and we brought it anyway. And yeah, we brought it anyway. <laughs> And I think it's come. I think there's a revival.
2: I mean, that's what liturgical living is. Right. Yes. It's reviving these ancient traditions yep. and customs. Which was a lot of, um, I don't want to say partying, but right. um, celebrating, celebrating whatever feast day it was, and especially kind of the pre-celebrations of the eve, right? Which would have been taking place on like All Hallows Eve, yep, where they would have been having their right. celebration, and mm-hmm. then come All Saints Day, and then we're thinking mass, and right. we're Much back. The in solemn our, part yeah, comes
0: back, yeah. Um,
2: so, yeah.
0: I, uh, I think we'll see a revival of a lot of yeah. that coming back. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, so Robin, you told me a story. I, I want to, I'm going to get here in a minute to, should we be doing this thing or not? Because I really need to know. I need to know you if the stuff know, I'm doing is my wrong. You want to know if I decorations out or not? <laughs> this
1: is all about crayons. I need usual. to know.
0: And I know there are other Catholics around who are like, should I be doing this or should <laughs> I not? Um, you told me about your evolution uh, mm-hmm. as far as, the kids dressing up, decorating and so on. Can you tell us
2: about that? Do you mean like when I would take the kids trick-or-treating? Yeah. Are you talking about that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, Renee was telling me about how she goes all out and decorates her mm-hmm. yard. And I was like, oh, like, you know, when our kids were little, so I have bigs, middles and littles. So when my bigs, my adult kids were little, we would take them trick-or-treating. We live in the country. So we come into the city mm-hmm. and usually go <laughs> with my sister-in-law. And if we would get to a house that was like, I'm assuming yours is decorated, I'd be like, you know, and, um, house. yeah. And the kids would be like, Oh, scary. And I'd be like, <laughs> okay, we'll skip and go to the next. And so I remember kind of having that. Um, I don't know if it's a fear. Not it's not a fear, but just kind of have this, you know, you just get a feeling of, you know, and, um, over time I, you know, when, when my, um, perception has changed to more of, um, like, I feel like the Catholic church doesn't, death doesn't, it's not viewed as something scary and spooky and right. I don't know. Um, I think once your perception changes and your view of um, death is actually a beautiful thing, it's, it's going to happen to all of us. Mm-hmm. And it's something that should be on the forefront of our mind. Mm-hmm. Like every day we make choices that are actually life or death decisions yep. that are going to affect um
0: Affect our souls yeah, at the our very souls. Least.
2: <laughs> And so I feel like once I kind of started seeing that, so even like going down the Halloween aisle at the store, <laughs> you know, when the kids were little, I'd be like, okay, you know, if they're all skulls and whatever, we're going to go this way. We'll go to the candy aisle. And now I don't have that. I'm like, no, you know, like the rest in peace tombs and the skulls and all that. We can take um, more of the secularness of it um, where the secular world has made it spooky and scary mm-hmm. And bring it back to something more sacred um, and how we should view death as something not scary and creepy. Right. So now like I see these little skull things and it actually now I connect it more to our faith and to praying for the dead. And so, yeah. So, okay. So
0: I do, I put a whole like of course, it's not real. It's a fake cemetery out in my front yard, yeah. and it grows a little bit every year. It <laughs> spreads out a little bit more. I come to your house now. Now that my my thoughts have changed, <laughs> I don't want to seem like I'm. <laughs> on you. Uh, I try <laughs> not to make it too scary, but um I do. And inside, I have all kinds of decorations. I've actually you need taken, to have a Halloween party. I've actually maybe. Um, I've actually taken a Christmas <laughs> village and turned it into a Halloween village. Wow. <laughs> Which is really cool. This but is your holiday. <laughs> it is. Um, so, and Bergwald and I have talked once or twice about, oh, is that really appropriate? So, and as I was talking to uh, uh, Robin and doing some research online, I'm like, am I with the uh, cemetery out front and so on? Could I be steering Inadvertently steering children to explore things that are more satanic, and so that's where I'm like my mind is right now. I'm like, I don't want to do that, but is there a way to approach this without? And maybe that's maybe that's something I shouldn't worry about. But and you can tell me that. But how should I look at that?
1: No, I, I wasn't going to say you shouldn't worry about it. I don't have I have clear. So I I think you're. There's really um, a lot to me behind this question. Uh, even than then you're intending way more than the time we have for today. So, Robin had just said, I think, really, really accurately, that that our culture of sec- has secularized mm-hmm. Halloween even mm-hmm. more. It's not, you know, for when we were all growing up. Oh, you yeah. know, um, it is becoming darker.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: I
1: agree. Um and so cuz you talked about wanting to sacralize what the secular culture has you know it's a spookified but <laughs> ter- made it dark. you know you made that it, word it, up. um <laughs> you said I did um so there's a way in which our culture our culture to me I mean, Halloween we're, we are not we should be afraid of death but we don't glorify death
2: right. either That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh we it's a reality but it's not cu- part of God's intention for us. Um, so I, I, I think, so we, we put up some decorations. Mm-hmm. We don't go mm-hmm. hot We do wild.
2: too. <laughs> um, I'm not boring, <laughs> come on,
0: you know that about me. I do. <laughs>
1: But but I yeah I I don't have a good answer for you. I think it's a good thing that you're wrestling with it. Yeah. So to be asking yourself exactly what you're doing. So with the decorations that I'm I think the question is the decorations that I'm putting out. Am I feeding into into this glorification of death, and and yeah and, and of maybe the demonic. I'm not. To me it's. For what you're describing, I'm not as concerned to be honest about what you do probably is glorifying the demonic or right. leading kids down that path as it is about um, the whole like fascination, uh, an unhealthy fascination with death. Right. And there is something too. the other thing I want to like, there, there's something about like, we like being scared.
0: Yeah. Do we? Well, some of us do. Some know, of us do so. not.
1: Like, no, I, no, that's my, my, well, like okay. I hate
0: horror movies and stuff. So I, but, no, there but, are, yeah.
1: but there are people who really like, but
0: they get a thrill out of that. They like, get that a thrill is, out yeah, of that. Yeah,
1: and right? I think that's because so much of our life is controlled that that thrill, oh. that thrill comes from, I'm not in control when I get scared. Mm-hmm. And I kind of actually, we want to be in control. And yet it's nice when we get surprised, right. even yeah. if it's by being scared. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I think that's part of what our culture's fascination, fascination with Halloween is about. Right. Like horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like look, We like being scared because it, we control everything else about our life. Yeah. Huh. So, so I, I don't have a clean cut answer for mm-hmm. you, but I think it's good to, frankly, I would discern it. Like I truly yeah. would like think about it, pray about it. And am I unwittingly mm-hmm. leading maybe the kids who walk by, as you said, to be overly fascinated with right. death?
0: Right, right. I know yeah. one of the things that I had have done in the past, we have the cemetery out there and I had bought this kind of like, um, ghostly phantom like thing that we hung up in one of the niches on the outside of our house. And Ryan's always hated it. My husband, uh, Why? he's like, I don't, I don't know. He just doesn't like doesn't it. Like that and maybe that's one. the Catholic thing coming out in there. <laughs> mm. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe we just don't, I don't think I hung it up last year. And it's a little bit, I mean, it looks like it's hanging from a noose, sort of. And so that might be, maybe that's a step too far. <laughs> maybe so, it's just scaling it back a <laughs> Yes, maybe you just pull back some of that stuff. That's right. like the only thing like that that I've done. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Robin had had suggested a couple of good ideas. So do you have a couple ideas for how we could decorate more appropriately? Especially well, out front where people see it more. Uh,
2: Boy, as far as out front, I don't know.
0: Um, There's one you mentioned to me about. You saw saw, uh, uh, something about putting candles in front of tombstones, and maybe that was at a cemetery. Yes.
2: Yes. Okay, so, real quick here, because so I was reading a book, and in Austria, their um, custom is that they light, um, when they go to visit their loved ones that are in cemeteries, they bring a candle and light that candle, and it stays lit. And then on All Hallows, is it was it All Hallows? I don't remember now because I read it that same time either. But for sure on um, All Souls' Day, every single tombstone in the cemetery has a candle yeah. lit, and you can see it because the cemetery is kind of outside the town sure. or the village. Sure. And how beautiful on All yeah. Souls' Day to see all of these loved ones being remembered with a you know a, a special probably holy candle mm-hmm. maybe in front of their. Mm-hmm their the grave, grave and just so yeah i thought that was beautiful so the candles remembering yep um our loved ones because that's the all yeah.
0: hallows tide the yep. three days is all remembering right. those who mm-hmm. have died
1: Celebrating those. Who i think i might
0: yeah. a, use that this year um maybe i'll put up a fashion some sort of sign pray for the dead there there you go. Go. put, I put candles I out there <laughs> yeah. you can then you can like straddle a little bit of both i yeah. think that
2: would be and awesome be, yeah. that would be a great way to evangelize Probably my neighbors will think i've lost light. it Bring light into the darkness. That's yes. really what it's all about. Yeah. So yeah. maybe it is just putting some battery operated candles yes. in front of your tombstones, which yes. you could easily do. And very yeah, bring light into the darkness. So I think I'm going to try that have this year a healthy and fear see what of Yes, because <laughs> I want. Yeah, not we should clarify that. Like, like fear. fear it,
0: but not like terrified. But yes. have a healthy mm-hmm. God fearing yeah. fear of yeah. dying. All right, guys, we are out of time. I don't know if I got an answer or not, but I'm going I'm to scale things with back it, yeah. and, we'll and see. make some adjustments. We'll keep driving, adjustments. keep driving by your house for right, a few right. weeks we'll see if, We'll see if coming. the neighbors right, notice. Right. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming in and talking to us about it. Thanks. All right. If you haven't found us on social media already, you can find us at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and now also on Rumble. Uh, handle for all of those is SFDiocese. That's it for us today. Hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic Views.